Okay, so um, I've learned a few things watching this uh, this amazing this is it's blowing my fucking mind amazing um, Jordan documentary or The Last Dance as they wonderfully put it I've learned so much um, there's so many things and I'm a bit late to this I may do another one but it's so crazy so one uh, Kraus I think Kraus was right Kraus was right Kraus deserved the praise for what he did putting together that team making the moves that needed to be made when they needed to transition transitioning the team properly um, building the team I mean just watching the difference between the 98 Bulls and the I think 92 Bulls or the first repeat the first repeat and the second repeat Bulls you can see the differences Paxson has gone in the second one Kerr is brought in there's a couple of people Kukoc Tony Kukoc who by the way is my favorite interview on that thing I wish they gave him more time he's got a level of I don't give a fuck that probably gets you a lot more tea than what you're gonna get from everybody else who's pretty much you know they're playing their roles they're acting basically um, they're acting they're saying what needs to be said they're doing all the stuff but listen Kraus deserved all all of that that praise and it was sad that he didn't get it it was sad that he was the guy who orchestrated a lot and look I'm not saying that the team outweighs the person but if I put all this together and nobody is praising me about it if I took Scotty if I took Michael if I took all that if I took what the team was and now double three peak champions he deserves a lot of the praise now egos beget egos Michael had an ego uh, Phil had an ego Reinsdorf had an ego Kraus had an ego but it's just that at the end of the day History is taught, taught by the winners. Um, history is taught by those who are alive. And he's, he's dead. So he can't really defend himself. Which is something that I would have loved to hear from him. About how he felt about those times. Uh, when the team wasn't really getting to him. When the team wasn't really doing anything. But look. Great job by Jerry Krause. He did what needed to be done. Especially seeing what they've gone through. Another thing I learned was the Pistons. I, I didn't know the Bad Boy Pistons were actual Bad Boy Pistons. I thought it was a Bad Boy Pistons because they were not loved or they were that other team that shouldn't have won. And they were. But they also, hey, they look so happy, man, in getting those little, like, bringing people back down to earth, hitting Michael when he jumps up, doing that, roughing people up, which is great. You know what it underlines? It underlines that at some point you have to do what is good for you. So a lot of the people you hear speaking now are going, oh no, the bad boy Pistons almost killed Scotty. They almost did those things. Look, not all teams can win through grace. And I actually, I, I give them all the props for being able to go, look guys, we can be a bunch of tough guys and rough people up and win. That is crazy. <laughs> That is one of the craziest things that I've seen from this document documentary. Um, I love those guys, Starley, um, Lambia, all those guys, especially like Starley and them. When they interview them, they go, "No, we, 
we wanted to knock people's heads off. And that's cool. You don't have to be finesse all the time. That's another thing. You don't have to be finesse. You can't ask Steph Curry to do what LeBron James does. You just cannot. He doesn't have the size. He doesn't have the height. He doesn't have the playing style. But what Curry can do is shoot threes. So why would I, out of reverence to the game or wanting to whatever, look past my own strengths and try and catch somebody else's strengths? The one person that I don't like from the Bad Boy Pistons, or I view a bit differently, is Isaiah Zezé Thomas. Firstly, I'm not a deep basketball fan, or my basketball fandom doesn't go past... I don't know, the Heat. That's when I really started looking at it. The Heels. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Braun, Bosch. So a lot of the guys that I've seen on TV, I've taken at face value. I've seen some things of Shaq. I've seen some um, highlights of Kobe who was still kind of there. I've seen a lot of those things. And I think to myself, okay, this is what he is. Isaiah seems like a very nice guy. What I don't like about what Isaiah is, is that he could have just gone, yo, listen, we wanted to win. We knew this is how we were going to win. We weren't going to go toe-to-toe with these guys on a skill base. We don't have the players to do that. So we adopted the Jordan rules. We adopted the, the tough game. And that's how we played and we were proud of it. And we won two championships. I didn't know that they were that good. Um, I'd heard the Jordan stories, you know, every now and then you'll hear Skip or like Skip and Shannon or like uh, Nick Wright or Cowherd or, or the other guys on like Stephen A speak about it and you'll be like okay I guess they were okay but these people were really like like wow then learning the backstories Scotty's backstory Scotty not getting paid Scotty being what the second best player in the league at the time and being 127th paid It actually showed me another thing. Who are the people that are around you? That's very important. Now, Scotty, I don't know who his agent is. I don't know what his story is. It's not really focused on him. It's not a 30 for 30 on him. But Scotty could have gotten more people around him that would have been like, listen, bro. I mean, Jordan had David Falk. Jordan had his mother, had his dad, um, who seemingly are are amazing parents. Like, yeah, the the type of... um, type of spots that they had and how it translated is amazing and how they they kind of pushed Michael was great to see as well but my biggest thing is that get the right people around you Scotty doesn't accept that deal if maybe he has an agent like David Falk Scotty maybe has different deals and branding and all that around him as well if he has better people so say what you want about Scotty but I don't think he had the people around him that you need like I think at the end of the day you need a contract guy you need your agent you need all those people and you need to find a good one Michael was was lucky enough to find a good one in Falk like an agent with a bit of foresight in a time where there wasn't foresight where everybody was signing anything um, and I don't put obviously Michael's business acumen is probably something completely different right now but back then, as a 21-year-old coming out of college or even in his college days, you need somebody to go, oh, okay, uh, let's go negotiate this deal. You could say the same about Rodney. What an amazing story. What, what a weird guy. What, a, what an amazingly weird story of, like, I guess living your truth, if that's what you say. But not in, like, a corny way. Like, in, in, in like, he, he 
went against the grain and it was because he was just that guy and he didn't mind doing it he still worked hard he still all did the stuff that he needed and he was lucky enough to get coaches that you know got got him well uh, understood him like at the pistons when he was still with um uh, forgetting, forgetting the name when he was at the pistons he had a coach who just said you know what look let him be what he is then he got to the bulls and he found somebody that was amazing um, in terms of understanding what he needed what the team needed personalities i never viewed phil as a coach's coach x and o's type of guy i always viewed phil as like the zen master jedi mind trick i understand you better than you understand yourself uh type of coach and implementing that pushing forward he literally i think changed how i view coaches uh coaching he allowed everybody a lot of room i think i go from a documentary I, i can't speak about that i was what five at the time um Seven, seven at the end of the grade. It's crazy. But the biggest, and I think the last takeaway I'm going to do, the biggest one is undoubtedly Michael Jordan is the biggest player. Is the goat? He's he's the goat of goats of goats. Now, backstory: I'm from South Africa. Like I said, I only started really watching basketball or, or kind of following it kind of during the heatles run when i got to varsity um but it's not shown anywhere you have to like stay up and find weird illegal streaming sites to watch it right even less when i was a kid so when i was a kid what we knew of michael jordan was space jam you would see the chicago bulls jerseys and you wouldn't know what that really is i didn't know what dunking was i don't know the rules i'm still learning the i'm still learning a lot of the rules that I, I wasn't sure of I'm playing 2k now so it's a bit more it's a bit more visible to me I understand a lot of stuff but back then there was none of that it was Michael Jordan I don't know why he's on the screen with Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny Bugs Bunny being next to this guy must mean something he must be one of the biggest players or whatever he must be really good and I've always my argument for gold for gold status for Jordan has always been that he transcended basketball so i didn't know about the dream team about all that stuff but i knew that michael jordan was the best player in the world and a lot of things have to come together for you to get that you know the branding the marketing um space jam being what it was all that stuff comes together to make you that but i didn't know how good he actually was like on the field this is crazy watching this now because i'm watching this and i'm thinking to myself he really was the, the fucking best player ever. He really was the goat. You know? And it's and it's so weird because it's like You know when you thought somebody was good and then you watch him and you're like shit. This person is actually out of out of the world, out of this world. Somebody who's just in my little understanding of basketball, in my little knowledge of 90s basketball. I didn't know that he was this far ahead hearing bird and magic those are the people I've, I've I've learned to know are the big guys um and I've watched the documentaries fucking amazing but hearing those guys say it hearing all the legends say it hearing all those guys say it watching him will this team like he fucking will this team to the, the stars quit came back like worked harder than everybody 
trash talking all that all that rolled into one i i didn't know that it was this deep that's just it i didn't know it was this deep i didn't understand that this dude is the truth it must be so amazing to be number one like like to be the best of the best of the best like like when the greatest players look at you as the greatest player this is what this documentary is going to do by the way i don't know what the lebron debate looks like when lebron retires but this is amazing for the 90s it's, it's oh. it reads better than most movies like it's, it's got plot twists oh now he's retired Oh, there's the gambling scandal. Oh no, wait, but it carried on winning. It's crazy. I I didn't know it was this deep. He was the goat culturally for me. Just culturally. He was the goat culturally, but now he's the goat like he he may be the goatiest of goats I've ever seen. I I don't think there's anyone else who comes close to him you know and again there's a lot of things that have to come together for you to be what you are but for him to be commanding a pre- to be that commanding presence with reporters to to get onto that 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 court and obliterate people to have the competitive drive to actually want to go up against the best player and want to murder the best player not just compete He took it as an insult that you're better. People think you're better than me. Well, I'm going to go out and show you. And to also just he comes out and says that he wants to perform every night because there might be somebody in the stands who needs to see him or seeing him for the first time and he doesn't want to disappoint. That is crazy. Now, I do believe there's some bullshit all over this. I do believe that there's more to the story um of him retiring. I mean, the Ransdorf thing is weird. How do you sacrifice some of your cap, right? By carrying on to pay uh, Michael as if he's in contract, bringing him to your team, your other sports team, by the way, that he also owns. He's out for 18 months. He comes back, sends the facts that I'm back, um, or starts playing with the other Bulls players, comes back, and then there's no hoo-ha. David Stern does his best to like hold it back and 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 not you know uh fan fires there's things behind the scenes that look honestly when you're that good most of them are assholes because they can't see past the greatness that they're trying to attain or how great they are it's pretty simple Michael Jordan knew he was the best and he earned any fights any cussing out players any of that all of that he had earned it. and he could do it almost with impunity and Phil would allow it because Phil understood that listen I'm coaching alphas I'm coaching the alpha alpha the alpha alpha will put everybody in line I just have to worry about making sure that personally you know they they get each other or personally I bring them back together after all of this which is Phil's uh, greatest thing but for the most part The stuff doesn't shock me but they do grease past a lot of the stories that I want to know more more from. Actually, like I said, I want to hear more from from Kukoc. 
Kukos looked like he was a he was a straight shooter, a very straight shooter, and I think we would get a lot more from him than what we've gotten from everybody else who's just like smiling. Horace Grant doesn't seem like he's also uh, telling the whole truth. You know, they were all told to get into line, but I really do think that it's an amazing documentary. I'd love to see more of these. Um, I'd love to know Kobe's how Kobe's what is going to be. I'd love to know how um, LeBron's is going to turn out. There's a couple of people that I'd really love to just, if ever there was unfettered fettered, um, access. Especially in social media age, you can't hide, you can't do anything. Michael could stow away this, um, this, these visuals, these archives, until he felt that we're at a time in society where he's not going to be looked at as the baddest of guys where you telling me more about how you are like in your own life or how you were or quote unquote a an uncut version of what you were is actually more more impressive now i think will smith said it when he was like back then um your mystique was people not knowing what you're like now the strength that makes you popular is them knowing how you are but all in all what what an amazing fucking documentary what an amazing fucking documentary um i'm glad that they gave it time the 10 episodes i binged a lot of them and yeah goatiest of goats that's all i can say yeah jordan